Look, I'm going to apologize ahead of time if, uh, you know, one of those sentence enhancers from SpongeBob slips out, AJ and McCall on VFX. But McCall has a uh, public service announcement, dare I say even a warning to make to some furry creatures out there. Yeah. About uh, what the rest of the year could look like in 2024, dear family and dear kind. (laughs) Here's the thing, my dude. Run out in front of me again. I'm going to punch you in the head. Just kidding. <laughs> no, You're I... am pretty impressed if you could, like, dude. sneak up on a deer and oh. punch it in the face. Yeah, no, I don't think it would even... They're mean. I mean, they get up on their hind legs, and then they're like, I'll punch you like a kangaroo. No, I hit a deer this morning, and I said, you jerk. <laughs> verbatim that's exactly what i said I, mean, I, I think i think most people would understand i i said i said because i'm holding my coffee i'm doing a, a commute meditation right on my way in right i'm driving i'm just enjoying my day i woke up i was like wow i i feel great like, i feel so good this morning this is gonna be awesome and then i drove into work still an awesome day but i i drove into work and out of the bush, out pops a freaking buck. I'm like, oh, you scallywag. I- Good save. Thank you. <laughs> I was so mad. You hooligan, hooligan faced scallywag with those big old horns jacked up my car. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, freak. But then as I'm driving, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm so worried about my car. I'm like, freak, I got to pull this over. I got to look at it. Man, I was going to be super early this morning and I wasn't. I was only kind of early. So then I pulled over and I looked at it. I was like, well, it hit the same side that the other deer hit. So I guess it's fine. Pop my little back bumper back into place. Took a picture of where the deer nose hit versus where the freaking rack hit. Scratched the entire side of my front door, and I was like, "Ah, I hate you." <laughs> I think my favorite part about this is that McC- McCall's insurance guy listens to the show. I know. I'm waiting. Danny's gonna send me a text here in a second. He's gonna be like, "Hey, <laughs> all right, hey, what's the damage? We wanna we wanna talk about this? And let's Perhaps not because you're probably it's probably gonna like my car's not worth much right now. And here's the thing: like Dustin just got a new truck yesterday, right? And as we were walking around, picking up Dustin's truck yesterday, I walk walk in and I'm like, man, that car looks really nice. Maybe I'll get a new car. And then I hit a freaking deer today. It's like the universe is like, not today. You can't get a new car because if you get a new car, you're going to hit a deer. Oh, got it. Cool. Thanks. It's a fair point. But I also kind of wonder because Dustin told me that if I pay off myself or pay off my car, I can get a new cell phone. And so I kind of wonder if I was like, let's pay it off. And the universe was like, I bet. <laughs> Look, we're going to total it out. Challenges. <laughs> total it out. <laughs> pay it Ch- off. Challenges build character. Great. Okay? Cool. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Crushed it. We're all glad that you're all right. Thanks. AJ and God VFX. Um, Call <laughs> Producer Butters learned a lot about themselves and are Applying the peer pressure for me to do the exact same. Uh Uh-huh. Look, uh, 
I don't I don't want anybody calling the cops on my behalf, but I am a victim of peer pressure. Why? AJ McCall at VFX. Because yesterday, well, really what started it yesterday, <laughs> in all honesty, AJ McCall at VFX oh, is that me and engineer Kevin Tron were talking about what our Harry Potter houses would be. Mm-hmm. And so that led to everyone taking the survey on what their houses would be. By the way, the Pottermore quiz, total crap. I'm not a Hufflepuff. But you are, but okay. I'm not a Hufflepuff. I'm a Ravenclaw. What that started was is the, the just the whole quiz thing. Uh-huh. So then McCall, producer Butters, decided to take, you know, like the, yeah, a less than important took- quiz than what's your Hogwarts house. No, this one's so good. Okay, so we ended up taking a a uh, personality test. And it's not one. It's one that producer Butters ended up stumbling upon because producer Butters he does this first. thing. Yep. He does this thing where, like, if he gets bored with what's going on, like the Harry Potter quiz, which, by the way, I got a Slytherin house. Anyway. Side note, beside the point. Anyway, he pulled it up, was like, meh, I'm going to take this other one. He, was, he and wasn't so then, on the Harry Potter one. No. So then he started like reading through some of the questions, and I was like, what quiz is that? And he's like, oh, well, it's this 16 personalities quiz. And I was like, well, I like those questions, so I'm going to take it too. So then I logged on and I ended up taking the test. Oh my gosh, this test quiz personality test knows your entire life. I tell you, in all honesty, it's so I, I oh wow. We've got a couple of angry emails about how much crap we can produce your butters. Oh yeah, but I think we we are relatively fair to him. I think when we describe him, whether it's podcast, the after show, oh, yeah. talking about him on the show. We had a breakthrough yesterday. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. Yeah, we had a breakthrough. Oh, it was so good yesterday. It was so good. Side note: We ended up uh, playing around with some like an online horoscope yesterday. Afterwards, oh, me and producer geez. Butters did. He's going down he the pulled road. Up, he pulled up a tarot card. He's like, I don't know why I get this one, and it was like the wall. And I was like, Yeah, me neither. It's because you put up walls. I tell you, all the time. I think he's with me and give him a call, bunch of crap about the moon magic and stuff. Oh my it, gosh, to a T yesterday. Nailed him to a T. Holy cow. But we oh. had a breakthrough. So peer pressure because I didn't take the personality quiz yesterday. Right. I caved, I took it. Yes. Yeah. You know, peer pressure. Yeah. So I got uh, the mediator. Huh. I'm a true idealist, always looking for a hint of good and even the worst of people and events, which I don't know that that's totally true, but it does say I'm searching for ways to make things better. And I think that's true. That's true. Except. Okay. I also have a, a knack for doing that through humor. <laughs> yes. Which includes, shocker, dark humor. What? I'm on trying to make people laugh. What? <laughs> Oops. That's funny. I'm kind of terrified. I gotta be honest with you. I haven't read any. That's like the oh first my part. gosh, AJ. I haven't read any like, of it yet? I'm terrified because I thought that it did. I thought yours is pretty good. Mine it was, absolutely yeah. crushed producer butters. It got yeah. him totally right. Mm-hmm. So one of one of my favorites because I ended up getting the campaigner. That's what it was. It's like an ENFP T. Yours um, is pretty right yesterday yeah. when we were reading it. So my mind says the campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They often are led uh, often the life of the party, but unlike types in the explorer role group, campaigners are less interested in a sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment, and they are in in enjoying the social and emotional connections that they're making with other people. So there's a whole big breakdown of it. One of my absolute favorites, though, was underneath their career paths one. The the caption at the top is, can't I fly helicopters and be an oceanographer who writes songs and cooks? Me. Like, holy cow. 
It's uh, 16personalities.com is the website that you can take the personality test on. It's free. You can email it to yourself after yeah. you're done, too. Holy cow. I love this test so much. So I'm going to read this and probably I have can't my glass. Wait. <laughs> He's probably going to cry. It's going to be great. Mm, no, I answered that question. Do you do you cry in front of people? I said, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Will not. <laughs> Mine was like in the middle because I was like, I don't like to, but sometimes I do. So I don't know where that is. It's not like I do it on purpose. It's because I hate it. <laughs> we had a situation yesterday. A listener uh, needed to vent and explain a situation. And then we had a nursing student who was nice enough to get into the kind of the mindset of thinking yourself into sickness all in the debate at eight. Beezer Lock and Key debated eight with AJ McCall on VFX. We are dealing with pandemic. What? Have been for a while. What? News to you? What? Kudos to you and your health regimen. And uh, I don't know what you got for Google ad blockers or news blockers or whatever, right. but you are all of whew, the above. Slaying my it. Dude. All of the above. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. But actually, a listener wanted some advice and I think just to vent a little bit because he got a situation at home with the Rona. So, Harold, what's going on? Yes, I just come off a situation where my wife was tested positive for coronavirus and I tested negative. And obviously your first inclination when your wife or your husband is sick is you take care of them, you wait on them, you pamper them. But the problem is with corona, considering how contagious it is, you have to completely rethink everything. How you touch them, what you give them, you know, you can't kiss them. You literally almost can't touch them. They almost have to have a sterile environment between you and your wife, and it makes things very difficult as far as trying to take care of somebody who's obviously sick and needs the attention the nursing. And it's just, it, it's, it's another aspect of this disease. When somebody at home gets it and their spouse or their significant other doesn't, how, how does the one that's not sick take care of the person that is sick and do it to take, to take care of the person, but at the same time, keep them from getting the disease? That's Whew. a tough one. Yeah. Uh, uh, hotel so. time. So... For me, yes. Valid question because I 100%. ideally you would be fine with the coronavirus, and there's like big spectrum. It seems like most right, of the spectrum right. is right. okay, moderate, mostly. Right. I'm not a scientist, so I don't know. Me either. It just seems like most people don't get the super severe stuff, but it can happen. Right. Of so course. for me, I mean, it's a good question because if you could stay healthy, you could help them, and then if vice versa, you could switch places after the antibodies. Because sure. <laughs> early on, though, I was like, I'm just going to lean into it. Right. And then I guess if we're both kind of out of it for a few days, we'll tough it out. But I don't know. Like, so if Dustin gets it or you get it, vice versa, whatever, one of you bouncing. Uh, I don't know, man. I really think it's it's a it's a difficult decision. Um, when I and I am not comparing the Rona to the flu. I have not had the coronavirus though. Okay, right. so when I got the flu once upon a time, Dustin slept on the couch and I slept in the bed. Okay, so you did like we separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like I was at home dying all day long, and it was like he would come in, he would bring me soup. And then I would just like sleep like it was awful. But that was that was how we dealt with the flu. I don't know how we would deal with the coronavirus. See, that that's probably the smart thing to do. So that way one of you could stay functional and whatnot. Right. I'm pretty sure hadn't happened to Ashley and I. But if it does, obviously, we're both going to have quarantine because we live with each other no matter who catches it. I think we're just both going to lean into it and just be like, all right, we're both going to get it. Let's get out of the way. And then ideally, if we got a few week, whatever, sucky days, and then we can kind of be back to operating and then just be done with it. Other than that, I don't I don't I wouldn't leave. I don't think she's leaving. No. 
maybe, maybe we'll take your couch approach, which kind of makes sense to kind of sure. spread it out maybe so it's not an immediate overlap. But I don't know. I, like, honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea with that. That's that's interesting. Yeah. The, I don't want to think about it. The other part of the <laughs> debate yesterday was the paranoia that as the degrees of separation between me and Rona seemed to get closer yeah. and closer and closer and closer how much the paranoia could affect you. And Haley, who's a nurse student, called and said, oh, absolutely. Just right. think of the placebo effect. Oh, yeah. You could think yourself oh, yeah. being sick. Absolutely. Which came Your brain with, is powerful, yeah, my dude. Which came with the gem of a family member of mine who's always not feeling well. And once upon a time, I was like, okay, did you just try not <laughs> once? Right. Because legitimately, like, if you're just, like, every time I talk to him, I got this. I feel this. I feel, and it's not to say that illness doesn't exist. No, like, of course not. At some point, if you're that sick, you are either dying or you're yeah. bringing it upon yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like when you constantly focus upon like, oh man, I'm so busy. Then you just get more busy and more busy and more busy. All right. Hold on. Let me try this. I would hate so much to stumble across $1 billion. No, you have to say I have money because it has to be positive. I have money and I am so terrified that I will stumble across $1 billion. Better. That would scare the living bejesus out of me. I want no, in no way to accidentally trip and fall into $1 billion. That is the worst fear I could ever imagine. You can't say no. You say no, it goes away. Okay, well, this is tricky. See, this it's is, just, it's just, I have a billion dollars. Boom, done. Well, that, that's not fast enough. I'm gonna try. I have a billion dollars. You got to keep, you got to keep, it's like visualizing. <laughs> have you ever visualized? You got to visualize it. Hashtag money. I'll see what I can do. Hashtag more money. I'll see what I can do. More visualization. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes, but whatever. AJ and McCall at VFX. It is Florida Not. Of course, it starts with three headlines. So if you wouldn't mind, McCall, three headlines, please. Okay, we got headline number one, which involves a Camry that uh, jumped a row of cars at a dealership and crashed into some SUVs. Like, are we talking like uh, uh, there was a human style? in it. There was a human like, in it. I, I guess they got dizzy. So, and then they got real dizzy because, you know, airborne. So there's story one. That's a new one. Then we got story number two, which involves a 13-year-old that uh, crashed into five people in a, in a car. Okay, who do I think is Grandma worse? was at fault with that one. Grandma was uh-huh. at fault. Uh-huh. And then we got story what? number three, which involves a guy who smashed a stolen pickup truck into 26 cars. Uh, so wait, I, I, what I feel like, you're, that's a lot of cars, by the way. Hold on. That number just totally hit me. Hold up. Wait a minute. 26 <laughs> cars. 26 cars, a lot of cars. So what you're trying to convey to me is that basically everybody forgot how to drive yeah. during the pandemic. Because yeah. I mean, crash, yeah. crash, crash. So we got, we got five people, 26 cars, and then uh, let's see how many of these. This one says over a dozen. So I don't know how many that it's is. It's like three car crashes, minimum 40 cars. Minimum 40 cars. <laughs> Sheesh. And let's not forget this morning, McCall and deer. Stupid deer. Sideswipe, but deer. Yeah, no, side slide, we'll call it, because sure. it's like all scratch now. Okay, everybody just, if you out on the road, which is most of us, just, let's be cognizant today. This is just freaking me out a little bit. No, it's just irony that we're giving away rodeo tickets, and I've been quoted as saying, if I was going to participate in something, mm-hmm. I would personally like to get try my hand at a demolition derby. AJ McCall at VFX, and then ironically today, like 40 cars are getting destroyed in Florida or not. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, how dare you? Why did you do that? <laughs> All right. Now, Blake, I, the, the challenge with today's story is that 
they're all similar. We're going to have to listen for the nuances. So hopefully you've heard Florida not once or twice and you're ready for the task. Yes, I listen to you guys every morning. Oh, thank well, you. thank you. You ought to be up to this. Then. All right, three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, so we got story number one, which involves a Toyota Camry that jumped a row of cars at a Ford dealership. That's impressive. Um, Yeah, I guess that this uh, they're, they're trying to move, make Evil Knievel do the little move over, right? Get out, get out the way. Either that or they put some sweet NOS modifications on the yeah, Camry. Freak. Exactly. Seriously. I guess the driver of the Camry lost control, veered into a grassy area, sort of accidentally launched over a row of cars, and then crashed wow. into a trio, a trio of Lincoln Navigators. Okay, so that's three cars okay, destroyed. Okay, so we got three cars destroyed. Uh, nobody was hurt except for the driver yeah, who received the, a little bit of medical treatment. The people working at the dealership had to been like, no, but that was the craziest Whoa! thing. Guys, did we get that on camera? Seriously. Yeah, I got a. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Two seconds. Woo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that car went so high. I'm telling you, put the NOS on. All right, so that's three three vehicles destroyed oh, if we're keeping a running one. tab at home. Then we got story number two, which involves a 13-year-old who got in trouble for driving on grandmother's lap. Grandma was like, we're going to teach you how to drive today. Okay. Um, I guess the 13-year-old said, I didn't want to, but I ain't had no choice. <laughs> Mamma's fault. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, anyway, his grandmother faces a number of charges in connection with the crash, including DUI child endangerment. Uh, duh. So. Uh, duh. Anyway. Do we know how many vehicles were destroyed in that one? Um, no, these ones were all pedestrians. So he hit five pedestrians. Jeez. He said, I pushed the brakes, but she pushed the gas pedal and went straight and crashed into those there. fools. <laughs> Peel it out. Just rumpf, says, you know, just like ran them folks over. Like, All right, we didn't stop, didn't try to stop. Three cars, five pedestrians. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy who smashed a stolen pickup truck into 26 cars. That is a lot. In a matter of 40 miles. That is like a car. That is a lot. Every mile and a half. That is, wow. Depending on how fast he's going, a mile and a half is like. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yes. That's a lot. That's yes. a lot of things. Yes, it is. So anyway, um, there you go. Wow. <laughs> we had, he, he abandoned the truck, by the way. Yeah, I would think so. After hitting 26 cars, I can't imagine it's running too well. No. No. That's 29 cars and five pedestrians all hit in Florida not today. That's wow. a lot. That's a lot. Wow. That being said, Blake, now the decision's up to you. Which one do you think is from Florida? I think it's number three. So what are you thinking? Uh, when in doubt, go with the most destruction? Yes, sir. Okay. That's fair. I think it's two or three. Uh, one sounds just cool, in all honesty. I mean, it's dumb, but it sounds awesome. So let's let's go with the most destruction here, McCall. Is it story number three? It's not. I'm sorry. No! I'm sorry. Where? Uh, that one, from what I can see happened in California, but it sounds like it began in Eureka. So Oregon. Yeah. So if you're looking to sell in either of those two areas, now might be a good time. There's a lot of people in the market. Yeah. 
So there you go. I'm sorry. My that bad. One, Oregon, California combination. Jeez. So nearby. My bad, Blake. I let us down. Nope. You're fine. <sighs> Luckily, you can play, you know, again, Monday, 6.50. Yeah. Well, if Rodeo takes anymore, but you can play again 6.50. <laughs> we'll have other, other, other tickets. There will be prizes. Yeah. Now you're just playing for honor. Look, I'll admit it. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations have expired. Didn't everybody get a chance at like... Not maybe not thirteen, AJ would call it VFX, but like fourteen, fifteen range. Yeah. You get a chance to take the the family vehicle just in the parking lot. Oh yeah, church parking lot or something. Eagle's mm-hmm. eye on you, but you mm-hmm. get just you know just to kind of get the feel of the wheel. Oh yeah, make sure you're not you know taking turns so sharp that you flip the thing. Yeah. Right, everybody. Oh, AJ yeah. McCall at VFX for Florida. And I'm like Mary. I, I don't know if there's an agreed upon age. I think it's like fourteen, fifteen. What, what do you think? Well, my kid got it at about three. How much did they retain? Just how to steer. Yeah. I See, I just feel like that would be big jerks. I think they would be all over the road, personally. See, because, like, I remember, like... up in the mountains. Yeah, I remember, like, sitting on parents' laps and stuff, like... Nope. Touching the steering wheel. I remember that. Being like, oh, yeah, here, steer. Hi, Mary, if it works, it works, I guess. Uh, <laughs> luckily, we got a lot of uh, similar stories in Florida Knots, so maybe you can help find the nuance between one and two which one's from Florida, and then we can get you some rodeo tickets. I'm going to go with the grandma story. That seems like a safe bet. Let's recap just to be sure, make sure we didn't miss anything, and if you still think it's two, we'll roll with it. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a driver that I guess got kind of dizzy, they say. The the Camry driver said, yeah, I kind of got dizzy. I don't know what happened. And in this video of this Toyota Camry, it launches over... At least 12 cars. That is something, like, Evil Knievel I, would be jealous. Honestly, I do not know. I do not know how fast these guys were skirt-skirting, but they skirt-skirted over 12 cars, That's landed, crazy. and smashed into three Lincoln Navigators. That's like a teenage, just, like, wrecked. It's a teenage boy's dream right there. Like, I could do it. Seriously. Do it up. And a Camry jumped over 12 cars? That's insane. Dude, it's it's nuts. I mean, at least, at least. It sailed through 139 feet of air. Dang, how fast were they Dude, going? I, I don't know. Like, I watched this video. I was like, holy cow. It's like two seconds long. The video is ridiculous. I'm, I'm wow. wow. I am very surprised. That is nuts. Sadly, I don't think anybody was there to be able to capture it on record. So I don't necessarily know if they beat a record. Well, that, when that person gets out of jail or whatever's <laughs> going to happen to them, they might have a career as like the a hospital guy. Seriously. There's story one. And then we got story number two, which involves a 13-year-old kid who was sitting on his grandma's lap to drive on Tuesday and crashed into five people. Now, the grandma is facing charges. Yes. Um, I think, I don't know specifically because it doesn't really say um they asked why you even considered this and she said i don't know i don't know mm. they I said don't know they asked they asked joseph was his name they asked joseph's mother why she allowed her son to take driving lessons from his grandmother considering he's 13 and this lady's driver's license has been suspended for five years and she oh, said dang i don't know Okay, so that's not like nope. a legit answer in that nope. situation because like five people got hit in that story. Yep. yep. So the kid says, I want to drive no more. <laughs> I I wouldn't either. Nope. My brother almost gave up his license for a little bit when he hit a dog. Yep. Yep. Jeez. So there you go. Two remaining crazy stories. Okay. So I'm listening and I'm hearing the old lady, suspended license, five pedestrians hit. However, I do think we should give some more consideration to this evil Knievel one. Okay. I just think that, 
Wait, first of all, what is, like you're dizzy and then somehow you jump almost 140 feet. I don't I don't remember being Disney and then being dizzy and then thinking, <laughs> "All right, that means pedaled in the middle." Yeah. Dropping on the gas. I think I'm kind of leaning story one. Nick is hard. I know. That's my job. All right, I'll I'll go with you. Nicely right, done. This is what separates the men from the boys. Oh boy. <laughs> is it story number one? It is, Mary. Congratulations. <laughs> we got a pair of tickets for you to go to the rodeo tonight. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Don't me wrong. I like the challenge. And honestly, I do like the glory a little bit, but there's no more new racking sense than okay, I'm gonna go with you on this one. <laughs> okay, fine. So I steer us wrong. We're crashing into twenty six vehicles and we're oh, done. Gosh. The story that was eliminated. That was story three. Congratulations to Mary. She wins Florida Not on VFX. Thank goodness, McCall. As far as I can tell, I don't think there's ever been a crash in Park Narks. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope that there never is one. I mm-hmm. hope that someone isn't just like, you know what? Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Good. Mm, and then gets out. But. Friday means a conclusion to Park Narcs. We're going to check in on where the votes are and our nominees because there's still time to vote after Harry Styles. Since we started doing Park Narcs, have you found like you think more anxiously or critically about your own parking? Oh, yeah. Okay, me too. 100%. Sure. AJ McCall. I didn't know if that was one of those cucumber moments where like I was, you know, humans are basically cucumbers with anxiety. Yeah. Where yeah. I was just like in my head water, about it. Anxious. Yeah. 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 No, I, I do it all the time. I mean, especially like Dustin's got a big truck. And so sometimes we have to park. We'll park clear at the back of the parking lot because he's got like a long bed, crew cab. And as we know, one ton big truck. McCall's fear of my secret Facebook group, specifically Dorting McCall's car. It's fine. You don't have to Dorting it anymore because a deer hit it this morning. Deer's in the group. So. Oh, rude. Worked out. Is deer like one of those like top fans? Does it have like a badge, you know? Oh, totally. Oh, rude. Deer in any in any group. Oh, I mean, you are the rudest. In any group, but any group Sir? that has to do with a car accident, it's deer, top fan. They're commenting all the time. They're looking at the GPSs. <sighs> I got a really good idea. We should open up like a Park Narcs group on Facebook. I don't hate that. I don't either. I like that a lot, actually. Anyway, anyway, beside the point. Let's do it. I'm doing it right now. I'm literally okay, doing it right do now. That. I'm creating this page. Friday is the conclusion of another round of Park Narcs. We have two bad parking spots that have been submitted from somewhere in the valley. They go head-to-head for the coveted title of worst parking spot in Cache Valley. The hope being, of course, that it's fun to public shame when it's for public good. And then occasionally you hope that they see it and learn their lesson. I know that, what was it, like three weeks ago, there was a workplace one that was submitted that so many people from that same work were like, this person all the time, I'm so glad they finally made it on Park Narcs. Oh, yeah. Nominee number one this week, I park where I want to, ain't no handicap sign stopping me. It's an SUV, definitely crooked, if you zoom in, not in the lines. And also, this is just me. I feel like too close to the front door. That's just me, but I feel like it's way too close to the front door of the establishment. I feel like if I walked out, I'd be like, vehicle's right on me. It's like Terminator 1 with the police station right there. Nominee number two, no one is going to mind if I take both of these, right? Now, the difference between one and two, what we've seen, and I'm not trying to sway your vote, the difference between one and two is one, empty parking lot, two, not. And we've seen people seem to give benefit of doubt to the empty parking lot. Not so much as justifying, McCall, that you can park like a jerk if there's a bunch of spots, but they're less upset if there's no one else in the vicinity. Nominee number two, though, is in a full parking lot. Yeah. And not even close. Oh, yeah. There's a much steeper angle 
for nominee number one. So they got closer to getting completely straight in the line. Nominee number two just turned, called it good, took up two spots, and that was it. And again, it's a full spot. So decide for yourself. And I, I will tell you this. McCall guessed that number two was going to be the winner. Not that our votes count. Not that no, we're shading no. your vote. Of course not. That's not our goal here. Just so you know. No. That would be who McCall votes for. Yep. I mean, when it comes to like a big full parking lot, you can't park like that. Because at least the parking spot in number one, I mean, not that I'm like, oh, yeah, you should park in this spot, in this position where, you know, there's a handicapped spot and it's got the line so that the handicapped parking spot can get out. No, no, that lot is just empty. Totally empty. You know, while we're making that group, I know we've talked about this before, but during the pandemic would be the perfect time to have Park Narc stickers because everybody's staying away from everyone. So we'd be like, that's the nice thing about nominee number one. Maybe they're practicing social distancing. Like, you know what? Not only am I going to stay six feet away from people, I'm going to park six feet away from people. Vote for yourself. Friday, the winning narker, the person who found the picture, is going to win that Apple Spice gift card. And if you see bad parking, make sure that you take a picture safely and submit it to our social media, Utah's VFX, because Monday, two more go head-to-head. Yep. Utah's VFX, all social media. So McCall's starting this uh, secret Park Narcs group. It's really not that secret. It's called the Ultimate Park Narcs page. It just barely went up right now. Save. I'm absolutely going to join. Okay. Well, yeah, the, I'm going to put you on as a as a as a person human guy. I'm going to be marked as person human of person. Super Ultimate Park Narcs. Yes. Person. Dream realized. Call quits. I'm going to call my mom. Tell her I've I've reached the pinnacle. I have made it, mom. I've, I'm here, mom. I'm done. I, the rest of my life downhill from here. Human person page. Fine. That's not a secret group. I got invited to join a super secret group. And I got to tell you, for it being super secret, it's one you've heard of. Oh, yeah. Now, if I had tested Slytherin, a.k.a. McCall in the Hogwarts test, I'd be more tempted. But we'll see. AJ McCall at VFX. So the ultimate Park Narcs page, which McCall is uh, creating, is not that secretive of a page. It's really not. I got invited this week to join a super secret organization. Yeah. I yeah. was propositioned on Instagram be careful. to join be careful. the Illuminati. Ah, I wasn't very careful. Well, here's the thing. So that was earlier this week, and I left the message on red against my better instincts, which was to see where this could go. And McCall's like, no, 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 no. They're going to steal your credit card information. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm joining to make money, not to give them money. It's disappeared. And the only reason I can think why, McCall, that that invitation has disappeared is because I didn't respond fast enough, and then we talked about it. And if there's one thing I know about a secret, nobody likes when you share it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking, McCall. Okay. Somebody sent you a message on Instagram asking you to join the Illuminati. It's a scam. Oh, yeah. Or it's the chance of a lifetime to become powerful, rich, and famous. No, I don't think so. Then you just get hit up with a message the other day that said, like, the Illuminati control the music industry, like Justin Bieber and Katy <sighs> no, Perry. No, 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 no. Let me read it. Let me read it verbatim because it made me, like, lose my actual brain. I was, <laughs> I, I read it and I was like, I'm sorry, what the deuce did you just say? And for the record, on the Hogwarts test, McCall's the one that came in at Slytherin, so really, she's more the Illuminati's type, apparently. <laughs> Just yeah. say, I'm just saying. Yeah. So I got a notification. I've, I made a video on TikTok. Somebody asked me a question about how we play the music that we play. Right. And I went Radio into depth question. a little bit about it, got which it. I was happy to, happy to answer. And the guy, some random guy, comments on this post and he says, actually, it's based on whoever's career the Satanists are pushing. Of course. And I said, what? <laughs> like, 
I'm sorry, what? And then he responded, because that's literally all I said in the video. And he responded and he said, you really don't know what the music industry is run by the Satanist cabal? Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Imagine Dragons, Justin Bieber, etc. All Illuminati. And I responded and I said, look, man, I live in Utah. Um... I, I I know that I may seem like rich and famous and powerful. I'm not okay, like at all. <laughs> my connections are not that high. They don't go that like. My the most famous person I know is AJ. Yes. So I could have been more famous. The guy said it. Bieber Perry in the Illuminati. I was proposition. I would have been rolling with him. Your fault. No. Here's the thing. Okay, we've had the conversation before. When we, when we went to, like, weird conspiracy theories, quote-unquote, remember, Justin Bieber may or may not be a lizard person. I, I would find out for sure. Do you want to be a lizard person? Because I feel like that may be something you have to give up. You either have to be, like, a lizard person, or I know there was a rumor that Katy Perry sold her soul to get famous. That may or may not because be because of the first song that she released immediately after having a Christian, real, Christian <laughs> uh, music career, but I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure if it's a figurative thing or if it's a literal do thing. Do I want to sell my soul? No. Do I want to be a lizard person? Probably not. But I got to be honest, I have not heard the pro side of being a lizard person besides the powerful and rich part, which I got to tell you, is a pretty tempting offer to become a lizard person. I'm just going to say it. H.A., like, what what scales, what, what qualities do lizards have? Scales? Cold? Cold-blooded? Tongue sticky outy thing? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know if that's a great Thrive idea. Thrive in warm weather, hates the cold. I Hides mean, under basically, rocks. everyone in Utah's a lizard person. Then because like, oh, let's go to St. George. It's winter time. <laughs> Eats bugs. And I, I, you know, I didn't mind those crickets we had that were flavored Ew. like chips. I didn't mind it's those. Disgusting. Maybe I'm already. Maybe I'm somewhere in between. All I'm saying is, I had an opportunity to potentially explore. To be BFFs with all the Hollywood famous people and join the Illuminati. And McCall was like, no. And now the opportunity is fled. Look, AJ, if you end up like licking your nose or something, we can't be friends anymore. Done. <sighs> Period. But when End your dogs do it, it's adorable, right? Well, yeah, they're made to. <laughs> Humans aren't made to like lick their noses. <laughs> you know, maybe for Halloween, I'll go as a lizard no. person. Speaking of Halloween, if there's one thing, and there probably only is one thing that yep. has thrived in 2020... It has to do with Halloween. AJ McCall at VFX, there has been very little McCall that has been good about 2020. Right. But if there's one thing you would think would thrive, and I mean absolutely thrive in 2020, it is 100% this. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. I know, I know. Not Halloween, AJ. How are we supposed to do that social distancing? I don't mean Halloween. I mean spirit Halloween. Think all the dead corpses of buildings that spirit Halloween could occupy right now. Yeah. Actually, on our Facebook and Twitter, you'll see that they announced they're going to open up 1,400 stores and frankly, probably get great rates because they were like, look at all these choices. You know, the thing that I absolutely love about this spirit Halloween announcement, um, I got to look it up because this one is from like June. And, but their announcement is a uh, is a guy in a hazmat suit, and it says, "Where to go? Don't worry, we've got this covered." <laughs> it's great. 
says, Dear Halloween fans, we've heard your crush. Disheartened. Downright sad. Well, don't worry. The rumors aren't true. We are back and we got this covered. Oh, I think this again. If there was one thing that was going to thrive in 2020, it was going to be Spirit Halloween. Yeah, there's no denying. Yeah, they say uh, it's been a challenging year, but they promise to keep the Halloween spirit alive. Look, if there's no reason to, if there's not any other reason, I'm a sports fan. So I want sports to definitely return. Uh huh. There's any other reason to try and get past the pandemic back to normal? Halloween. I mean, here's, who doesn't love Halloween? So here's the thing. Oh uh, no. No, I just so I just googled it. Because I was like, wait a sec, I swear I saw something about Spirit being closed. Like, I swear it was like maybe two weeks ago or something. Right. I swear I saw on Facebook somewhere, somebody had said, yep, it's done. It's not going to be there. Okay. You know, which I only take things that are posted on Facebook right now with a grain of salt because oh, like. Big grain. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> don't worry, Snopes, depending on whether or not you believe them for fact checking. I find them legit. Uh, They... Checked it and said, did ha- Spirit Halloween say they would not be opened? Uh, false. It did not. It, it, they did not ever say it. Well, there was a message that was put out that said it is with heavy hearts that we will be closing. Blah, 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 blah. Regards, whatever. And it is a hoax. So I found the picture itself well, of the release, quote unquote. So they will be open. They're year. good. By the way, the reason I started uh, the This is Halloween with a guy under the stairs because there's nothing more terrifying than a big old space that's against the wall of basement stairs. 100%. That is one of the most terrifying spaces known to humankind. 100%. Scary. Mm-hmm. You can go down there a million times and me and Monster and Moon is, is terrifying. Actually, terrifying. the worst. AJ McCaw VFX. That being said, let's get angry. Yeah! The beauty of life is that small things can bring you from the brink, McCall. They can just all of a sudden a butterfly flapping or just that one song can pick up your spirits. But I'm not going to focus on that part. We're going to focus on the small things that set you to a 10 because we need to acknowledge that we have a lot more inner rage than we we let on. Oh, yeah. So yesterday, Ashley and I went grocery shopping. We were overdue to uh, stock up. Oh, yeah. AJ I feel McCall that. For the Beezer Locker Key debated eight on VFX. And so uh, putting the grocery away because we, we made a big trip. And as we were putting them in the trunk or whatever, I slid my thumb a little bit too close to the roof. I got this little little cut right there. And oh. I thought, <sighs> that's annoying. Yeah, because like it doesn't hurt, and it yeah. wasn't like it was just like it wasn't gushing, but like it's bleeding enough. You got to you're like yeah, I got to I got to nurse this till I get home. Just stop bleeding because it's the most annoying thing yeah. about those small cuts. You're like, like just stop, stop bleeding, so I have to worry about it getting everywhere. Yeah, I, I feel mad. that it was a tiny thing, and I was yeah. mad about it. It's like AJ can't relate i don't think but like if you nick like there's a certain spot on like your ankle if you catch it just right when you're shaving that it's like it it never stops bleeding it bleeds forever and it's like can you just like stop 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 Stop. and then it rubs up against your shoe and it's just like okay that's fine i wanted to be uncomfortable it's just it's just uncomfortable more than anything yeah, I mean that's the annoying thing about those cuts. It's like that they don't hurt. No, it's just an inconvenience because you're like, all right, I don't want to bleed on everything. Yeah, right. Stupid. Right. <sighs> Palmer Hump Furnishing Poll today asked a simple question: Do you have a very silly, petty thing that sets you off? McCall. No. Yes. Eighty-eight percent of people said from zero to ten. AJ and McCall, zero to ten. Some of the things that like set me off. I get set off by like just random things. 
the most random of things. I hate when soap doesn't wash down the drain. I hate it when... It makes me so mad. One of the things that's really been bothering me, like if I have to go out in public, I haven't been going out in public recently, but if I do go out in public and I am staying my socially distanced six feet away from the person that is at the cash register, right? Right. I will be standing behind that person, like starting to form a line. The thing that has recently been re- really frustrating to me or going to get a drink at the at the soda fountain because you stand in line is when people cut because they're like not being observant. Like Cutsy. observant, ob- obser- lack of observancy, I think has been the thing that has been the biggest minor irritator for me because really what big of a, what, how big of a deal is it that I have to wait an extra two minutes for some other person to get their soda in front of me? Not right. But also like, I wish you had just, I wish when you had walked in, you would have seen that there was somebody standing back a little distance away to like, I don't know, give that person that's up their room. So you don't just like walk in and then like, Oh, okay. Well, this person that's standing back here, like they obviously don't actually need like anything. They're just standing there because they're dumb. (laughs) Where did you, where did you think? What, what do you think I was doing? Okay. They're floating. Mary, what's the tiny thing that sets you off? Listening to somebody chew on food. Mm. Ooh, yeah. You know, that one I think is pretty universal. Oh, I yeah. I think at this point, if you were like in a restaurant, someone was just chomping on it. I think everybody in the restaurant has the same thought. Like, all right, so like if we all swing, the cops can't get all of us, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not that you should punch anybody in the face. No. That's what Courtney said, too. People chewing loudly. Actually, on our poll of the day, a lot of people complain about uh, driving. Yeah. Like six people complain about driving. Uh, Gage McCall, this might be one that you have to experience now in your household with the new vehicle edition. I absolutely hate it when someone I don't know touches my truck. Ooh. Yeah. I don't understand why people, that's something that sets me off all the time. Also, don't, don't touch, touch glass. That touch too. Doors, yeah, that too. Push, no, like, don't touch, just don't touch things that aren't yours, okay? That too. If you have... You know, now it's not such a big deal, I don't think, but I don't have a kid, so I don't know. But, like, I had a friend who was telling me a story about how, like, somebody just walked up and was like, oh, my gosh, your kid is so cute, and, like, started touching her face and her feet and her hands and everything. It's like, don't! Don't! That's gross. What gives you the right to be like, oh, my gosh, look, a baby. Let me just lick my hand and touch it. Like, stop. Stop that. Sets me off. Don't touch cars that aren't yours. (laughs) Don't touch other people's kids. Don't touch other people's stomachs if they're pregnant, okay? There's nothing endearing about that. Again, I'm not pregnant. I haven't been pregnant. I don't know. But if I watch somebody, oh my gosh, you're so Can I touch your belly? Like, I'm sorry. When is it ever okay to walk up to some random stranger in public to ask them, hey, is it okay if I touch your belly? Like, AJ, how would you feel if I walked up to you and I said, hey, can I touch your belly? I'm throwing hands. Yeah. Don't do that. 88% of people said they go from zero to 10 over something small. So Boom. what is yours? What sets you off the Beezer lock and key debate eight? Sorry, more specifically, <clears throat> tiny thing. Oh, yeah. Tiny thing. AJ and McCall on VFX. Vern, what sets you off? Uh, my food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My brother, he was never hungry when all us boys were together in the Russian company. He was never hungry when we sent someone to get food. Right. And then you sit there and dig at your fries. Yeah. Oh, yep. Leave my foot alone, dude. You know, right. Here, just take them. You said no. That means 
No. That's the unwritten boyfriend rule. Your yep. girlfriend says, no, I don't want anything. You're like, all right, make order fries her, extra large. Order her a set of fries. 100%. 100%. Yeah, just leave my food alone. Keep, yep. You know, keep your fingers to yourself, dude. Yep. That drives me crazy. I mean, yes. Yeah. I'm still in, like, you know, the girlfriend courtship process. I think we've sort of moved past it. We're in that phase now where she can order whatever she wants. She's just like, oh, what's he going to do? But, like, yeah, you know, it's girlfriend policy. 100%. When it comes to fries... Candy, any of that stuff. What do you got to do, McCall? You got to order a little extra because they're gonna just eat it. So you got you got to have extra. AJ McCall at VFX. Our good friend Guinea Pig Chad is on the oh, line. Yeah, McCall. Chad. Chad, what what's is up? what is uh, what's bugging you? You guys are never going to believe what I just saw. Okay. Yes. So I'm in line at the drive-through to get my food. I won't say the name of the place. Okay, but I went there. Good idea. And then I get up to the I get up to the drive-thru window, and I go to pay for my food. They right. give it to me, and there is a tip jar sitting in the window. Hmm. Okay. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. Is, I, it, is it bad that I'm like, so? Yes. Why? It is so disrespectful to have a tip jar in that window. I mean, my God. What, do these people who already have a job want more money? Yes. Are we just going to incentivize them yes. to do a lazier job because they no. can just rest on their laurels? I have I have no good words to say to you right now, Chad. I'll be <laughs> honest. None. Are you kidding me? I think it's... They a- don't, look, first of all, they don't know my financial situation. Okay, maybe I'm struggling. Maybe this is a treat for myself. All right, that's shaming me because if I don't leave a tip, then, ooh, I'm the person who doesn't believe in tipping and I'm the bad guy. I don't want them spitting in my food next time I come to the drive-thru. Okay, I feel that. However. (laughs) I just want to reiterate. uh, Thanks, Chad. Uh, I think we're at three different levels with this because I was with Chad for a little bit and then you lost. (laughs) Okay, uh, here's the thing, okay? If I'm not saying you have to tip if you go out to a, like this this place that he was talking about was like a drive-thru, okay? A drive-up. So... You don't have to tip at those places. Do I? Yes. Should you? Eh. Whatever. To each you, their own, okay? Have you encountered the one in the window like he's talking about? Uh, I, I encounter him at, like, coffee shops sometimes. And I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay? I don't I don't care for it. Yes, the choice is yours. I can't wait for somebody to call in and be like, I'm totally with Chad, so I can like pop off. Because here's the thing, okay? If you don't wanna have to feel guilty, like that's some that's- sort of internal projection for you feeling guilty. You don't have to feel guilty because you don't want to tip at a fast food place. There's still some period. sort of social pressure about putting it up there though. That's why it's there. Yes. But if you want a tip, you can. You don't have to, okay? Everybody wants to make money right now, okay? Yes. Done. 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 I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, you totally need to tip at every fast food place you go to. Oh, man. I I, I think Chad went way overboard, as Chad seemingly does. does. Yeah, normally. But I, I don't care for the tip jar being on the drive-thru window. I, I feel like, I, like I'll tip if I go pick up food from a restaurant. And I do like a carry out. Uh-huh. I'll throw a couple bucks down after we had that whole conversation about just what goes into that with the, the what is it, the hostess and all that. Change my ways on that. But that's like where I draw the line. Sure. 
because uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The big the, one of the reasons tipping is instilled is to make up the difference because servers and all that get the like two dollar crap. Per two dollars and like thirteen cents yeah. an hour. But like fast food places, that's not they're gonna get at least minimum wage. Right. Majority of the time, when it comes to those kinds of tip jars that are at those types of places, um, it gets split up between everybody that's there. It's not, it's like an extra little bonus towards the end. Because usually what happens with these kinds of situations specifically is that these people make bonuses based off of upsells. You hit upsells for a certain amount of the year or a certain amount of the month or whatever. Those things get divvied up in between everybody because you hit upsell numbers. They can't do that because people cannot come in and sit down. It's just a way to be able to make up the difference. Where right. they would, where they were making money before, because the company was making money, and now the company's not making money because they can't make money because people aren't coming in. So we start a little bit. Really, what all started this whole debate today was a minor injury that I suffered, and that's what we we're going for—the minorest of minor injuries. That's the contest. What's the smallest? That's after the weekend in about uh, six minutes on VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. So this all started, this whole hour started with the small things, right? The small things that set you off, the minor injuries now. Because McCall, if you smoke it, if you smoke it, if you focus on if the, I smoke it. No idea. If you focus Smoking my eyeballs is one of the most minor annoyances with injuries, truthfully. I hate it. If I'm like smoking meat outside or something. Oh, I hate that too. But if I'm like smoking meat outside or something, I got to open it up and I got to check on it or baste it or something. It's like smoky in my eyeballs. I hate that. I hate that. Uh, Watery (laughs) eyes. Focus on the small things. It's easier to fix the big things because those are are the details. The details will beget bigger Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. But the challenge was for people to impress us. What is the most minor of injury? Like, see this, 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 this cut right here? That's what? An inch and a half maybe? Right there. I can't see it. Sorry. Thank you. Right there. He's like holding it behind the monitor. Yeah, like an can inch and a half. Can you see this? Here, yeah. can it's you see this? So I'm going to put my hand in front of it. not that deep either. No. No, I think uh, Amy's onto it. A finger prick for a blood sample. Ooh. Hurt for days. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I always like, I've, those, the, I've taken the diabetes test before mm-hmm. just to see it. Like, it's just, I hate that. Like, stick the needle in my arm. Do it that way. But the finger prick, mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know why either. Like, Fr- frankly, most finger injuries—paper cuts, yeah, finger pricks, yeah—when uh, you burn it on the stove, and then you go into the shower and the steam irritates it. Yeah, I hate it when I accidentally grab the stove. That's the worst. Well, just whatever. If you go to reach <laughs> in to pull something out of the oven and you bump the 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 burner, holders, yeah. Well, no, the in the stove, not on the stove. That way too. What either way? I mean, I burnt my hand <laughs> twice because I've left a handle of something over the top of a burner, not paid attention uh, and grabbed it. So dumb. you know. Yes. Dumb. Yes. No denying. It is dumb. <laughs> As we know, McCall has done the... the I've <laughs> done a lot of random McCall's things. McCall's got a wide scope of I've injuries. I've got a list. I've got, I've got a laundry list, okay? I jacked up my foot when I went bowling. I fell off of a disco ball. I want roller skates. That's I can't have them. I, what is the most minor injury, though? You, you've had the most colorful injury history. There's no denying that. <laughs> I'm sure there are other people that I have worse, but um, probably. But the way you have injured yourself, the story every time is is worth I, hearing. I don't. I don't know. I do dumb things. I do dumb things. I'm very clumsy. I don't really pay attention. So sometimes it's just like, oh hey, I accidentally smashed my hand in the door. My bad. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> the thing that gets- <laughs> sorry, my hand was in the way. Sorry, door. I didn't mean to hurt you. <laughs> 
my most minor of injury and the thing I get. So my house is old, and so uh-huh. it's supposed it doesn't have central air or anything, and it has those old radiators. Right. For yeah. Heat. Don't touch those. No, Done that before. They, they they don't get too hot. But the thing is, they're old, right? So they're built to like withstand a nuclear blast. They are nuclear, sturdy as yes. all get out. Nuclear. And yes. so you know, you know how it is with that pinky toe. Once in a while, ah. that pinky toe's like, you know what? It's time to headbutt. Yep. And then right in that radiator, which is sturdy as all get up. And then you cry. Oh, so much. My eyes water. And then I'm like, no, no, I'm a man. I'm strong. I'm a man. This is, I'm a man. This is okay, but I hate it. <laughs> I actually hate this more than anything. It's the worst pain in the world. It, I really, I do not like it. Worse than femur cracking, worse um, than childbirth. It's the worst. So speaking of like random little injuries like that, elbows, like hitting your funny bone sucks not so funny not fun that one or there's like a spot on your knee that like if you hit it just right like you die um yes so dustin if he hits his elbow just right on that funny bone he passes out what yeah whoa like crazy i guess there's like an actual there's there's like a scientific thing behind it because there's like a nerve in there and it just like triggers it and so he'll be up like working on siding or something clear up on his scaffold and he'll be up there and bump it just right and he has to sit down because otherwise he'll pass out like dustin's mom was talking about it uh and she remembers like the first time that that happened he hit his elbow as a kid they were wrestling him and her were wrestling and she bumped his elbow and he was like she's like he just went limp and i was like oh my gosh yeah, I would have thought I killed him. Yeah. I would have thought about it. But then he, then he just like, ah! he just like came to and she was like, bruh, Dude, are you good? I've never heard. That is nuts. Isn't it crazy? But it happens. <laughs> like there are a lot of, there. there's, I want to say it's it's rare, but it's not like one in all oh, of America gets mind. it. It's blowing my mind. But it's like a nerve. It's weird. <laughs> so it's the same thing with like his knee, I think. That's crazy. Perhaps not the most minor of injury. Uh, my girlfriend Ashley's dealing with sunburn, oh. but that's not what I want to focus on. It is annoying. It is afterwards. She has taken up a very disgusting habit, but Uh-oh. there's no denying that it is extremely satisfying if you're the one doing it. Oh, no. AJ and McCall on VFX. Uh, Ashley has taken up this habit that Uh-oh. is super gross. Okay. And it's time to make her confess. What? What? Do I? Okay, so do I have to put on like my therapist hat right now? I'll let you decide. Uh, I made her get on the phone. So just I got it. I got to prepare myself. Let me look around for it real fast. Bring it on. Let's go. All right, come on, babe. You got to tell everybody what this uh, new habit of yours is. Yeah, no, probably not. I don't think I want everyone to know how weird I am. No, 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 no. No, you can't do this to me. It's, I set it all up. I told everyone we were going to talk about it. It's weirdly satisfying, and you've been doing it a lot recently. you got to tell everyone. Oh, it is so weirdly satisfying. That's the thing is it's weird. Come on. What is it? Let's hear it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So oh, I got that way, way, way bad sunburn, and pretty much I am peeling, like, everywhere. But it was it's so bad, and it was, like, everywhere that I've been able to peel off, like, long, long pieces of skin, and I just can't not pick at it. It's just, and it's just, I have to, like, pull on them and scratch it enough so I can see if I can get, like, a longer piece each time, and it's so disgusting, but I can't stop doing it. I just, it's 
so weird. It's so gross. Telling you, it's gross to watch. But if you're the one it's doing satisfying. it, you're so like, yes. There's dead skin all over the living room. Ah! It's gross, but it's so satisfying. That's why people in middle school were like, all right, glue on my hand. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Peel. <laughs> Peel. <laughs> Peel. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not normally the one that's got the beauty tips, but if you're balling on a budget, you get some of that stuff out of your skin. Just saying. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Elmer's glue's way cheaper than that charcoal face mask crap. Also, Elmer's glue is way cheaper and less injury creating than a sunburn. So, oh, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, I told her before she went out on Bear Lake, make sure to put on sunscreen. And she said, I did. And then I said, clearly you didn't because you're burnt here and here and there and here and there and here and here and there. Yeah. So if you put on sunscreen, you must have did it like with your eyes closed because yeah. you like missed completely. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You know, it's it's that. Okay. It's the peeling that still makes me find pimple popping so gross. Agreed. Like, how do people, I like still, the doctor that's super famous, nope. and she's like. You mean Dr. Pimple Popper? Yeah. I can't. Like, she has a whole show. I have friends that watch it. Producer Butters being one of them. I just don't get it's like, it. like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's not. It's really not. I ew, just don't ew. understand. Like, what? Like yeah. again, if you're the one peeling, I get it. It's weirdly satisfying. I'm with that. But it's gross to watch, so I don't understand how people get satisfaction watching a doctor pop other people's pimples. Like, Wah. No. Wah. AJ and McCall at VFX. All right. I caved. I caved big time into peer pressure. Okay. I took this personality test, and I feel like I've been attacked. <laughs> Look, everyone wants to know what Hogwarts house they're in or what potato they are. Right. Everybody loves those kind of quizzes. Oh, yeah. But it's a little bit weird when you take one, and then it's like, all right, so this is everything that you are and about, and I know you better than anyone else, and now all this is on the internet. Ta-da! AJ McCall at VFX. You missed it yesterday. What started with a Hogwarts quiz turned into <laughs> Producer Butters having an emotional breakthrough, seriously. Yep. Frankly, the he, the quiz could charge him like $150 an hour because he got some late, grade A therapy yesterday. Oh, yeah. But we ended up taking, sorry, McCall and Producer Butters took the 16 personalities quiz. Yep. And they're like, take it. Do it. AJ, come on. And now how do you feel? Attacked? AJ's I, been attacked. I don't feel attacked. It got me right, except for, I think, one element. But other than that, like, in the, the element, there's one that I think is the way off. The rest of them are, like, to a T. Yep. And it's weird because I answered, I don't know, 50 questions. Yeah. And it was like, here's your whole thing. And I'm like, OMG, that's totally me. Yeah. And then I'd read it out loud, and McCall goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that. I did do that. It's it's nuts to me. Now here's my question. So we got broken down. You get break. You get broken down into these like these personality labels. Like I'm the mediator. Yep. Calls the campaigner. Yep. Producer Butters was. He was the uh, virtuoso. Virtuoso. Yep. Are, so we did, we took the free test, and as was with anything I'm not paying for it, on sorry. the internet. Yeah, there's a there's a there's an up premium to get the premium or to get the guidebook for your personality. Not at all. Not something you're interested in. No. Too many dollars. I think it's curious. I do too. I think it is curious, but they send you like an, a, a newsletter and stuff like every I don't week. Want that. And I just want the book. 
all of that kind of stuff so you can learn, but whatever and learn more about yourself and blah 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 part of me feels like we took the test and it got us totally right and then you buy the book and be like omg we only put all the research in the test i can't believe you bought this um 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 um, um, i don't um. know what to do (laughs) and then it said that for 100 pages no it's really it's really interesting i tried to take it for dustin because like dustin's really busy right now he's got like a big long project that he's working on and so it's like if i send it to him in the middle of the day and i'm like hey take this test he's gonna be like Absolutely not. And not only no, I'll never do it. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I'm going to make Ashley you should, take it. You should know better by now. So I kind of took it for him. And I think I got him right. But I also think there were some answers that I, I couldn't answer for myself. Or Let I couldn't the answer overthinking for him. commence. That, as a matter of fact, is part of my personality trait. Fun fact, they're divided. So there's 16 personalities divided into four Four groups. pieces, yep. McCall and I, same group. Yep. We are in the diplomats, the diplomats group. group. Basically, you've got uh, analysts, diplomats, the sentinels, and then the explorers. That's the one producer Butters yep. is in. I think Dustin is in the sentinels part. It makes sense. We have to work with people. You got to be at least a little bit diplomatic. McCall more so than I. Yeah. To be, uh, you know, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? It's really. I think it's really interesting. Campaigner, which was my my lovely little personality thing. It says, enthusiastic, creative, and sociable free spirit who can always find a reason to smile. And AJ's, that's the mediator, says, poetic, kind, and altruistic people always eager to help a good cause. Interesting. Then producer Butters, for his virtuoso, said, bold and practical experimenters, master of all kinds of tools. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, it was weird hearing him talk about his yesterday. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to, like, you're gonna, you want to get to know AJ and McCall? Uh, the after show today. Which, by the way, we will have a pair of rodeo tickets. Yes, we will. But we are definitely going to dive into this a ton. deep. I love it. Deep love on it. this personality test, which I, I highly it. recommend everyone take. Because I think the biggest thing that a lot of people don't do is self-reflect enough. Oh, yeah. I agree. So taking, I think, a, a quiz takes it out of you to be honest with yourself. As uh-huh. long as you answer honestly in the question. Right. Honestly. Right. That's going to be the after show. Before that, though... I think I've noticed a trend recently and some things I've seen that can change education, and I'm here for it. Okay. I have noticed something a little bit more recently. Oh, no. That I feel like should be implemented everywhere, and schools would be like, <sighs> through the charts. I'm like, slightly nervous. This is a good idea. Okay. AJ McLeod, VFX. Okay, whatever you say. So, all right, Hamilton yeah. came out a few weeks ago. Right. Everybody's freaking out about right. it, right? Fun still fact. haven't seen it. Yeah, Ashley and I still only halfway through. We got to intermission, I, stopped that night, haven't watched it since. You're ridiculous. I know. I, I, know. I, I don't have Disney Plus, so I didn't get to see it. So. Okay, but Hamilton, while not completely true, is a rapt musical about the life of Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. a very important historical figure in the United, in United States history. Yes. Right? Yes. I also happen to stumble across a Facebook page called Beyond the Brick, where they okay. do all these cool projects and videos with uh, Legos, including oh. the one I saw the day that made me think of this was it was uh, it was a battle in World War II okay. that it was completely animated with bricks. What I've decided is that learning can be more fun, and that's what we need to implement. Yes, I would pay way more attention to uh, something about any historical figure if it was a rapt musical. Okay. I mean, Assassin's Creed. That's one of my favorite video game series. Yeah, based on like true stuff. Historical accurate, but it's based on true events. Right. There's Reddit stories about people passing history tests because of those games. Yeah. And look, I know, I know. AJ, easier said than done. 
But let's not forget where this all started and where it could all go. This is what started me thinking about learning can be fun, and this is where it needs to continue to go. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, the hear that and then immediately like, science all right. rules all right. how dare you you cut out like a really good spot i know well i could play the whole theme song but who doesn't hear that and think all right we're rolling the video let's do this that's the first version of learning favorite, being man. way funner that was my favorite i say by the way he's got a tiktok too awesome so good I was watching a bunch of them he's yesterday. so good <laughs> learning can be fun i say legos raps and you know what bill and i probably could come back and do some stuff right let's do it go bill and i go Mm-hmm. Calls into it. Mm-hmm. Friday means the conclusion of Park Nux. We're going to find out which car is the worst park in Cash Valley this week. You know, you got to be careful with how much power you give them a call because as we found out, just buying a few parking cones, <laughs> straight to her head. Oh, yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. That being said, the AJ McCall show at VFX do have at least a little bit of power because we get to deem week in and week out thanks to your submissions. Who is the worst parking spot in Cash Valley that week nominee number one just quick recap i park where i want to ain't no handicap sign stopping me it's an suv parked at a place of business the only one you can see in the parking lot but they're not parked in lines and they are in a handicap spot nominee number two no one is gonna mind if i take both of these right it's a pickup truck taking up two spots in a very busy parking lot and it's not even close it's not like they're partially in the line and their tires slightly over no 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 it is no way you can squeeze into either nope. of those two spots. Nope. So, when Call said at the beginning of the week she thought number two was going to win, what we've seen with Park Narcs is that it seems like if you're in a crowded parking lot, you get less the benefit of the doubt. In fact, you get criticized more for kind of being a jerk because clearly people are trying to find those spots. And that holds true this week because the winning Park Narc nominee is number two. Woo! I was right! Yes! Again! I'm still uncomfortable with how close number one is the front door, but it seems like if the parking lot is empty, people are willing to give yep. you the benefit of the doubt that, yes, you're a jerk, but at least you're not impeding on somebody else's lie. Yeah. Or parkingness. <laughs> so congratulations to our winning Narker, Narker number two. They get the Apple Spice gift card. Keep the nominees coming in. Utah's VFX, all social media, because Monday we'll have two more go head-to-head. And that's how you get entered in to win that Apple Spice gift card. So you see bad parking, take a picture, do your part to clean up Cash Valley. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave it with on the AJ and McCall show. So if you want a chance to be that post, make sure you're friends with us. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on social media, specifically Facebook. So what do you have to offer up today, McCall? Um, All I've got to offer up is uh, it's, it's a post... From a one of my friends, Gary, it says, just pointing out the fact that now is the perfect time to become a ventriloquist. He's got a mask on. His dummy's got a mask on. Good easing into the, the profession, idea. as it were. It's a good idea. If you wear a mask, no, nobody can tell. Uh, I lay down my friend Alana. It's the gif of the guy with his eyes closed and then opening him up super surprised. When you find out that once you get in shape, you still have to stay in shape. Oh, yeah, it sucks. What a scam. Yeah, been there. What a scam. Been there. You can win. Yay, thank you. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, add us across all social media. Utah's VFX find ad on social media. Just gave away Lava Hot Springs tickets. 
Serenoni Blanket giveaway coming up. And today on the After Show, our absolute last pair of rodeo tickets. But the only way to win is if you're watching on Facebook Live, because otherwise you're going to be too late. Oh, yeah. So do that. UtahsVFX.com has the links to everything, including the podcast. Or you can search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. Here's a philosophical question for you, McCall. Okay. Can you feel the difference between 104 and 94 degrees outside? Oh, yeah. Oh, you can. Oh, yeah. Isn't that fair? Absolutely, just, I can. Look, I'm not cheering for winter. I would just like, can we knock it down about 10 more degrees and then I'm good? Shoot. It's like 95 or something. 95 I'll, degrees and I'm like, oh, man, it feels like it's 15 <laughs> degrees hotter and it's only one. It's only one degree hotter than 94. <laughs> I will live with mid to upper 80s. That's fine. That's all I want. I can live with that. Uh, have a good weekend. Make sure you put on sunscreen. Seems to be uh, mostly talking to my girlfriend because she swears she does, and then she just gets roasty, toasty lobster. Yeah. But until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.